From the Center for the Study and Teaching of Writing at The Ohio State University, this is Writer's Talk. Today, Lantern Arts editor Sarah Flutterer talks to actor, playwright John Leguizamo about his new play, Tales from a Ghetto Clown, which has a backstage view premiering on PBS on July 13th. John, hi, how are you? Sarah, how are you? We're on Writer's Talk at Ohio State. We're talking this morning a little bit about the show Tales of a Ghetto Clown, which is uh, scheduled to air Friday on PBS. Um, do you care to tell me a little bit about uh, the show? Yeah, this is a documentary uh, uh, about the journey and the making of, of my Broadway show, Ghetto Clown, that was on Broadway last year. And, and what it took, you, you know, the whole blood, sweat, and tears, the, the battles, the raising the money. The, the, the losing the Broadway theater, trying to get another theater, and trying not to keep trying to keep the investors from running away, and, and what and what it took to reviews. It, it shows everything the, the how to make it to, to go to Broadway. When did you guys like produce the film? Kind of what led to that? How long did you guys shoot it? Uh, it took three years to to shoot the documentary and to get all the footage and to get the, the story just right, and and now it's going to come out on PBS this Friday. Okay, great. And Ghetto Clown, was that wasn't your first Broadway show, though, was it? No, no, it's my third Broadway show. Okay, great. And had, had you always expected to go into Broadway? Was that always a goal of yours? Yeah, yeah I, I, Broadway, you know, it, it's the, the peak. I mean, it's the apex of, of theater. And, and the, yeah, I always wanted to go to Broadway. And, and to get there and to stay there and to keep coming back is, is a tough thing. But, I, you know, I, I love it. It's like, it's like getting a ring, you know, like, like LeBron finally getting the ring. <laughs> Awesome. And so then, was that the show um, in which you also performed in two different languages? Is that correct? I translated. This is my first one-man show that I translated to Spanish. Oh. And, uh, and I tried it, and I tested it out in the, in the first country, which was Colombia. And it was a blast. You know, it, was, it took me a year to translate it and to, and to get the accents and, and, and to get the Spanish right. But it, it was a big hit. It was, it was a blast. I mean, there were moments... That that some American jokes don't translate, and I got a little <laughs> bit of a crickets, but eighty percent of it translated. Okay, and then kind of so this was your first show that you translated, is that correct? Yeah, yeah I've done it in Spanish before. Okay, and wh- why um, why was that important for you and stuff? Kind of what what led to you doing that? I feel like you get to a certain age and a certain level of success, and then you got to do things just for passion. So that was a passion of mine to be able to perform in Spanish and to do the shows. So that they could see what I do down there, you know, and and and, the, and we're thinking of touring to Puerto Rico and Peru and Argentina and Mexico soon. And you were originally from Colombia, is that correct? Right, I was born in Colombia, right? Okay, and so was it? You got to go back there and then perform the show as well? Yeah, yeah, it was it was a blast. I got to meet the president of Colombia. Oh and, wow, you're a popular yeah. guy down there then. Yeah, it was hot, and then and then I'm gonna go to Puerto Rico next because I'm, I'm part Puerto Rican as well. Okay, great. Okay, and um, so then also Ghetto Clown is also a one-man show, which you, you wrote and, and you performed? Right, on Broadway uh, last year. Okay, and that, that's not your first one-man show, though, right? Haven't You've done about four or five, is that correct? Right, right. I've done five, three on Broadway, you know, Mambo Mouth, Spicarama, Yeah. Peak, and Sexaholics. Could you kind of tell me about, like, the writing process behind making a one-man show and also just performing that? I assume that you perform different uh, characters and things like that. Yeah, right, right. You know, I, I, I created my own hybrid, which is it's kind of part play, part stand-up, and I, I combine the whole thing because it is a play. It's got to act, it's got to act, two-act structure, and, uh, you know, and I play all the different characters, and I do scenes, and I do vignettes. And, and but it's a story about my life, and this one's a story about how did I, how did I, be, I became an artist, 
you know, I was a, I was a school class clown, and <laughs> my math teacher, Mr. Mr. Zupas, was like Mr. Lesquizamo. He was a fan of a sperm. Okay. You're annoying at Tim from Tim ass ways and become something. And he gave me the number of an acting teacher, and I called up, and I went up there, and, and I started taking acting classes on this little old lady who, rest in peace, is no longer with us. And, and from there, I got Miami Vice, and my first movie was Sean Penn. So th- this whole thing is about, Ghetto Con is about all this, all the things that happen behind the scenes and, and making movies with Pacino and De Niro and, and, and Patrick Swayze and, and, and how, how, how you get up there and how, you know, it's a roller coaster ride. You know, it goes up and down, and you got to pick yourself up when you're down, and you got to stay level-headed when you're up. So then Tales of a Ghetto Clown, it doesn't just touch on your one-man shows. It touches on kind of like your whole journey up, up there, yeah. right? It touches about the whole career. Okay. And the other one-man shows. Okay. So I know that you have kind of uh, pursued, like, a lot of different outlets. Um, you've done, like, voices. You've done independent films, Hollywood. You're to Broadway. Which one of those came first for you? Well, what comes first? But I, my, my biggest love is the theater. Okay. Uh, I think there's no experience like it. I mean, it's, it's like religion. I mean, when you see a great show, it stays with you for the rest of your life, and it's life-changing. And it was for me. You know, I, I saw Chino in American Buffalo, and I saw uh, True West with, with John Malkovich. And, and I never say... Those, those nights are with me for the rest of my life. I mean, I'll never forget that acting. And I hope that people feel like that when... When they come and see my shows, it, and it stays with them for the rest of their life and opens up a whole new world for them. Do you ever see yourself maybe just choosing one of those outlets, say Broadway or like more Hollywood films? I don't really feel like you have to choose. You know, you, you can do it all. I mean, everybody does nowadays. You know, everybody's jumping now between movies, television, and, and theater. It's, in the modern world, it, it, there's no more, there aren't those boundaries like there used to be. And had you always intended to kind of pursue all of those talents, or did they kind of just fall into your lap? It got easier to to to, to do them all, and so now I'm I that that's my goal is to do them all, you know, and it keeps going between television, movies, and theater. I mean, it, I'm really lucky that that nowadays you can't, because back in the day you couldn't if you did television you couldn't be in movies; they would never hire you, okay. and theater people weren't used for movies either. So it was the people were were stuck in in in, in one spot. And now you can just go be- between them all. It's, it's so great. James Gandolfini just did Broadway, and 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 then you know he did some, some Sopranos, and, and Nicole Kidman's about to do Broadway this fall. You know, like, people just go back and forth. Yeah. And so then, how um for like your talents and kind of things like that, do any of those like cross over from like Broadway into film? Um, maybe even doing comedy. Is there any um things about those that kind of cross over? Well, you know, great acting is great acting. I mean, it, it doesn't matter where you do it. I mean, it's, it's, it's the same technique. The only thing is in theater, you've got to have real acting chops. You can't just be half-assed or mediocre because there's no cutting, there's no editing, nobody's going to make you look good. So you got you got to be the real deal. One last thing that I did want to touch on, Ice Age 3, Continental Drift, is coming out Friday. Could you kind of maybe tell me about getting into, like, the character of Sid? I know you've played him a lot in those films and stuff. Maybe some challenges of doing that or, like, the enjoyments? Yeah, you know, sloths are, are by nature very slow. So uh, when they think like going, what? I'm a New Yorker, I'm fast talking. And, and so, you know, we started developing the voice, and it took five years to develop it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it, it was really difficult. And now it's much easier. Now they, they take two to three years to do the movies, but the first one took five. And, and you know, I was trying to southern voice and so on like this. What if we try something like that? And it's like, <laughs> I was like, what about something exotic? If I was from India, perhaps something really wonderful and cute. 
he was, he was nice. If I wanted to do street and ghetto and really not. So I, I found some Discovery Channel footage on Sloth, <laughs> and I found that they, you know, they, they're so slow fungus grows on them. They store food in their cheek pouches, and it ferments and it turns to alcohol, and they, and they get drunk and they fall off the trees. <laughs> I started walking around with a sandwich going, how am I going to come up with this voice? How am I going to? And I was like, oh, my gosh, here's the voice. I hear it. This is it. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a list. So I called <laughs> it, oh, guess who this is? Do you care to tell me a little bit about how uh, doing kind of a voice is different from on-screen acting then? Yeah, well, uh, when you do animated voices, there's nobody, you're not acting with other actors, you do it by yourself, and there's no visuals, you just have the script, so you gotta, you gotta use all your imagination, and, and to give the voice life, you gotta, whatever that character is doing, I do, because I want to, I want to feel that voice be, be as live as possible. Should we be expecting another Ice Age after Continental Drift? I don't know. That's all very top secret. <laughs> I mean, okay. it's, it's doing great. It's like the number one movie internationally, so I, I don't know. Maybe there might be one. Okay, great. Sounds good. Is there anything that you'd like to add about Tales of a Ghetto Clown or even Ice Age? Yeah, Tales of a Ghetto Clown is going to be on PBS this Friday, and and it's the real deal. It's a real story of what happened behind the scenes, and people can follow me at John Leguizamo on Twitter, and I'll tell you more. Okay, great. Thank you so much for your time this morning, John. I really appreciate it. For more Writer's Talk, visit www.writerstalk.org. From The Ohio State University, this is Doug Dangler. Keep writing.